0: Inflation hasn't been this high in 40 years. What's that doing to my retirement and your retirement? A recent survey found that in response to 8% inflation, 35% of people planning for retirement are cutting back on social activities. 28% are spending less on travel in order to maintain or increase their retirement contributions. We look down the road today to get some good advice on how to handle this. From senior consultant at Matisse Capital, Dan Sholian in Lake Oswego, Oregon, and the reason I'm reaching out to Dan is because his firm handles 401k accounts for Alpha Media, the parent company, which owns KFOR here in Lincoln. Dan, good morning.
1: Good morning, Dale. Thanks for having me.
0: I characterize the phone calls, the demeanor of clients that uh, you're talking to on the phone when they ask you about their investments.
1: Well. Uh Uh, Matisse works with uh, approximately 500 clients. Um, and every quarter, we sit down and and go over what we call the performance report card. Uh, Many of these clients I've worked with for 10 plus years. So the volatility that we've seen in 2022 uh, is something that they've seen over the last 10 years. But uh, generally speaking, 2022 has been an extremely difficult year for investors. You know, there's been no place to hide. Both stocks and bonds are down double digit, which in the first time in the history of the United States, you've seen the uh, S&P down 20 and bonds down double digit. So never happened before.
0: I've just stopped looking at my statements. I get my 401ks from Matisse and I get my mutual fund rate of returns and There is no rate of return. Uh, I've just stopped looking at my statements lately. Let's hit on the most relatable retirement vehicles our listeners have, mutual fund accounts and 401ks. Mutual funds can either be traditional IRAs, individual retirement accounts, or Roth accounts. Briefly explain the differences.
1: Well, uh, mutual funds are publicly traded, professionally managed uh, pools of money. Uh, We probably have more mutual funds today than uh, individual stocks Uh, Most 401k plans offer what they call a pre-tax deferral So your your deferral you're paying yourself before Uncle Sam meaning you're deferring money into your retirement plan pre-tax and They also have the ability to 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 do a 401k Roth contribution Which is after tax the benefit to the Roth is when you pull it out at retirement, you've already front-loaded the taxes, so you come out with no tax consequences. Under the pre-tax, when you pull it out, it comes out as income. That year, you take it out.
0: Dan, referring to the Roth now, what about the money that is made in a Roth, the gains from the investments? Are those taxed?
1: Those are uh, those are not taxed when you okay. take it out. Okay, so there so, you go. You know, there's a huge advantage to the Roth. Uh, you know, but the Roth affects your paycheck more. Mm-hmm. Reality is most people are living paycheck to paycheck. So reality is that most people do the deferral that has the least effect on their paycheck, which is the pre-tax.
0: Now, on a Roth, and correct me if I'm wrong, there is no required minimum distribution. There is on traditional IRAs. What is that age?
1: 72 right now. Okay.
0: It was 70 which, and a half. Yeah.
1: Yes, and there has been some talk. of even extending it further. So right now it's uh, the RMD or required minimum distribution age is 72.
0: All right. So what that means, listeners, if you have a traditional IRA out there in your 401K and you take advantage of it or you don't take advantage of it, you have to do something with it. There are required minimum distributions when you reach the age of 72. So just know that. Uh, and it's
1: based on life expectancy. So there's the uh, annual RMD that is calculated based on the ending value on 12 31 each year.
0: Joining me for the conversation, Dan Sholian. He is with Matisse Capital, senior consultant. Matisse Capital, the financial firm handling the 401k accounts for Alpha Media, my 401k account. Uh, what advice are you offering your mutual fund clients and your 401k clients?
1: Well, my advice is, you know, this is this uh, difficult start to 2022 is not shocking or surprising. It's it's never fun to go through, but we just came off a three-year period where the S and P 500 was up 20 percent a year for three years in a row. Those kind of returns are not sustainable. Um, so, you know, this isn't shocking, uh, but obviously we have some uncertainty with inflation, uncertainty with interest rates rising, uncertainty with geopolitical conflict in Russia, Ukraine. That uncertainty is what causes the volatility in the market. What I'm telling my clients is, you know, looking at history as a guide, there's been eight other times when, since World War II where the S&P was down 20% or more over a six-month six period. And in each case, the next quarter, the next six months, the next year were positive returns. So I'm somewhat optimistic that the second half of the year is going to be solid, uh, that you know, most of the damage has been done. Uh, I would tell you that in my 40-year career, I've never seen the sentiment this negative, so kind of way too bearish, in my opinion, um, using uh, Warren Buffett's as a guide, uh, your Omaha neighbor, who is probably one of the most astute investors we have. you know His philosophy has been when everybody's on one side of the boat, be on the other, and I can tell you going into the second half of the year, everybody was on the bearish side of the boat.
0: If mutual funds and investments were jeans and they were on sale, the price went down, people would be going out and buying five, six, seven pair of jeans. But that isn't what they do when stocks and investments are down in times like this. Uh, most of the people that I talk to that are savvy like you are saying, if you can, if it's possible for you financially, get in there and, and continue to buy. Don't pull back.
1: Absolutely. Uh, you know, you hit on a, point, a good point there. You know, The stock market is the, one of the only markets that when it's on sale, people run the other way. And I think this is an opportunity. Um, uh, the market's come down quite a bit. Valuations for stocks are, are much more attractive now. And uh, uh, I'm optimistic. You know, the, the bond market is telling us uh, that the Fed is close to being done, in my opinion. Nobody knows for sure. But interest rates have gone from 1.5 to 348 this year, and they're back down to 2.6 today on the 10 year Treasury. So that is kind of telling us that the the economy is slowing down and that, that inflation also appears to be rolling over. So, well, you know, we'll see. But uh, I expect uh, the market to, to act a lot different in the second half of the year than it did in the first.
0: Dan, if you and I would have been talking back when you started your financial career 40 years ago and I started my radio career 40 years ago, we would have been in our 20s. All right, that conversation is a lot different <laughs> than, than today. I, I'm in my mid-60s. You're in that ballpark. Uh, what, are you yes. telling, what are you telling people who can see retirement from here?
1: Well, so back when we both started in the business, uh, in my career, the Dow was 800 and interest rates were 15%. So we, we've, we've come a long way in that time period. Generally speaking, as you get closer to retirement, you're more concerned with preservation than growth. So you typically have more uh, bonds. Well, bonds at 2.5%, uh, 3% certainly aren't as attractive as they were back when we first started. But bonds provide you what you would call that defense in case the market goes, goes down. Well, in the first half of the year, both bonds and stocks were down. There was no place to hide. But generally speaking, bonds give you some sort of defense or preservation vehicle as you get closer to retirement. Um, And so most clients that are, you know, five years out to retirement are generally in a balanced account, you know, 60% stock, 40% bonds. So kind of a moderate exposure, if you will.
0: Joining me for the conversation on retirement is Dan Scholey. And Dan is with Matisse Capital, senior consultant at Matisse Capital, the financial firm that handles the 401k accounts for KFOR and for our parent company, Alpha Media. What is your advice on 529s, college savings accounts, for people who are saving for their kids and their grandkids?
1: Well, I think 529s are a great savings bucket uh you kind of put it on an automatic pilot just like your 401k deferral most states offer them nowadays and uh you know it's just again an, another savings vehicle to you know for college expenses and uh, i think they're great well, easy man. to set up uh easy to you know set up automatic deferrals you know i'm a big believer in the bucket approach and you know that is one bucket a lot of people have to save for
0: Well, and they're targeted, too. They take care of themselves, basically, um, and they adjust based upon age brackets. Um, I have one for one of my granddaughters, and uh, I get statements saying she's reached the age of, I don't know, 10 or 11. And so it adjusts according to the target that's been set up for this particular 529.
1: Yeah, 529s, you know, are very similar uh, asset allocation vehicles to the age base or target date funds in 401k plans. Now they've become popular. Uh, You know, these target dates are easy to communicate, uh, you know, as an investment vehicle, pick the fund that's close to you turning 65. In the case of the 529s, it depends on when they're turning 18 and going off to college. So, uh, you know, they're... One-stop shop—you get the professional management and the asset allocation.
0: Well, you can also get—if correct me if I'm wrong again—you can also get targeted accounts in a lot of 401ks.
1: Yeah, absolutely, that's what I, I just mentioned. That yeah. they've become popular yeah. over the last ten years. In that, uh, you know, in terms of uh, communicating uh, the investment options, the target date funds are much easier to, can, to communicate. Pick the fund closest to you turning sixty-five. They typically have them in five-year intervals, 2020 all the way out to 2065. And, yes, most plans have those age-based funds in them now, which I highly recommend.
0: Dan, we're we're quickly running out of time, so let's recap this. Uh, it's your feeling that uh, the Fed's actions, that the heaviest hammer has already landed, in your opinion?
1: Yes. Time will tell. Nobody knows. But it, it feels like... Uh, you know, the Fed is off until September now, and you know I think by September we'll have a pretty good sense that uh, they're done raising rates uh, by the time uh, the end of the year, and it's not going to surprise me to see the Fed cutting rates at some point in the next 12 to 18 months.
0: Well, folks, uh, listeners, if you've been massaging your 401ks and your mutual funds for your life up to this point, it would be well worth your time to get on the phone, make a phone call to your financial advisor and see where you are, do a review. Maybe you don't need to do anything at all. Uh, Maybe depending on your age, if it's been a while since you've had that conversation, you, you might do some tweaking. But then again, you might not. Uh, it all depends on where you want to go and how aggressive you want to be in the age bracket in which you are right now. Is all that good advice, Dan? Did I? Yeah, offer well, my, my
1: message always, and I okay. think you've heard it, Dale, is start saving as soon as you're eligible. Save as much as you can. Get a game plan and forget about it. You know Those target dates are a game plan. So, you know, the market's going to go up and down every day. And quite frankly, I've told a lot of people when the market sells off like it is the best thing that can happen to a lot of people in that they're buying things on sale and accumulating mm-hmm. more shares. So,
0: and you, and you, you might think about when you want to retire. I know some people before this uh, 8% inflation, they were looking at a 67-year target, and now they're reconsidering it. That's also worthy of bringing up in the conversation, maybe bump it to 70
1: well, we're living longer and working longer. Yeah.
0: All right. It's worth that phone call, folks. Dan, I'll probably be calling you up.
1: Okay, Dale. Hey, thanks for having me, and
0: uh, later on. have a good day. Yeah, Dan Sholey and joining me, senior consultant from Matisse Capital in Oswego, Lake Oswego, Oregon, the financial firm that handles our 401Ks here at KFOR Alpha Media. Thanks, everybody, for joining us on Lincoln Live.